Welcome to Behind the Wall with Eric Levine. I am your host, Eric Levine, and welcome to the podcast. So today, uh, lots of topics I want to talk about. It's so hard to for me to, to keep contained a lot of the time because I'm always thinking, which is why I don't sleep much. Um, but I figured let me start somewhere. Let me start with uh, where I live most of my life and, and where I uh, love to be on a daily basis, and that's the kitchen. So I guess uh, we'll title this as uh, Kitchen Life. So for me, doing this for almost 40 years now, uh, I, I grew up in an amazing time where the world of culinary was becoming <clears throat> a bigger, more acceptable occupation, if you will, uh, for me, <clears throat> lifestyle, and uh, just my life. It's consumed me. It has brought me great um, rewards. It has given me massive defeats in life. Uh, but it has, throughout all of it, taught me massive lessons. So I'm hoping that throughout this podcast, uh, this one today and the future ones, that you'll you know take something away. And the takeaway I want you to have is hope, is that to be driven, to be excited about what you do and never, ever, ever uh, let anyone slow you down from your, your goals and dreams. And it's important that you focus on you. You focus on what's important to you. There's so much white noise out there and so much garbage out there that people forget that they have to live their lives for them, not for other people. Uh, it's kind of like self-awareness. You know, When you become self-aware, you are in 100% control of everything around you. You are unfuckable with, which is how I hope you want to be, which is the way you should be for you, for your success, for your loved ones, for your family members, for anyone involved in your life. They should look to you as that pinnacle of hope. And so for me, the kitchen life, you know, we talk about this all the time in the kitchen. It's, you know, why do we do what we do? I get the question a lot from my customers and, and doing other interviews and podcasts. Why do I do what I do? Why do I do it? Simple. I love it. I love it. I couldn't think of anything else I'd rather be doing. You know, the the joy of, of cooking, the joy of creating, the, the joy of uh, teaching sharing, uh, all those things are, are to me very, very ethereal. Um, I was taught at a young age from my grandma about the importance of love through food. And whether she knew it or not, you know, she influenced me. Uh, she influenced my passion for people, my empathy, uh, you know, but that all, you know, comes in every day in my kitchen. So I do what I do because I love to cook. Um, I love food. I love learning. I love creating. I love sharing the joy of food with my customers, training my staff, teaching my sous chefs how to go next level in their career. You know, for me, I don't need anything in life. And I've said this a million times. I'm good. If I died today, I had the best life ever. You know, even throughout everything I've been through. And none of them do I ever regret. None of those negatives do I ever have anger towards. It's lessons, and I take them, and I swallow them. And when I spit it out, I spit out this next-level shit, which to me is it's, it's what I do. You know, it's not a job for me. It's a lifestyle. So when I work 
seven days a week. It's not even work. It's what I'm doing. It's what I live for. And some people, you know, they like their weekends. They love their holidays off. They love their whatever. And that's good for them. And listen, God bless them. But I will never stop. I will, I'm always constant. I'm always, you know, intense. I'm always moving to another level for me. For me, for my staff, for my partners, for my customers, uh, for my family. So it's always about you know, moving forward and, and creating a lifestyle that is acceptable for me. I don't care what people judge me and say, oh, you work too much. I don't work. I haven't worked a day in my life. I'm doing this my entire life, and I had never felt um, like I needed to change or shift gears. You know, there are days that suck. There are days where you just cannot keep moving forward, and you just have to find a way to just keep destroying and never let your standards down, you know, especially when people are around you who don't have that same level of, 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 of standard. And that's a training thing. And listen, we're not a, you know, I'm not a Michelin star chef, but I will go up against anybody anytime and, and do everything I can to make it great. Um, no one will ever outwork me. No one will ever outwork me. No one ever has. No one ever will. Um, that's a work ethic that, and that's something I'm proud of. My work ethic is, is undeniable and I try to push that to my sous chefs. I don't want people to be that. I want you to be relentless. In you know, if you're in the kitchen, I want you to be a savage. You know, I want you. you know, the kitchen life is a very weird thing, and I always tell people, you know, I can never live in what normal society finds acceptable because my thoughts go to extremes on things, and I don't know how to sit still and just, you know, be zen. I find my zen and my balance through creating through cooking, through what I do in the restaurant. And, and I love chaos. You know, it's one of those things that I love the action. I love things going on. And part of it is because I don't ever want to stop. I know what it means to be told you're going to die and, and being very close to it multiple times. So for me, every day is the first day. Every day is my birthday. Every day is a blessing. So for the kitchen, that's how I have to do. That's how I have to do things. That's my That's my inspiration to be great and I'll never maybe I'll never be great but I'm gonna fucking work as hard as I can to get there you know it's one of those things that for me there is no end game uh when you love what you do it's 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 there is no end game you just want to constantly grow uh, you know I have I have people in my life who've doubted me you know and that's great I love them I love them for their doubt and their their stupidity and thinking that I'll fail and listen I have failed and I have failed hard but that's okay because I've also risen and had great and have had great success, but I haven't even scratched the surface of what I want to do with my my career, you know. And and it's this business is not for everybody, you know. There's there's this code of honor that's in the kitchen that everyone pulls together, and the ones that don't get smashed, and they will, they do not survive, you know. The kitchen is, you know, it's a it's a constant furnace. It's a constant push, and it's the most amazing thing. You know, I read articles about how, you know, the chef industry or the restaurant industry uh, needs to shift and needs to change, and, and you know, and I don't buy into it. I don't buy into it. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with what we do and, and the way we push. I don't. I think that, you know, I've seen people who have struggle mentally uh, from, from, you know, whatever their issues are, but there's help. And, but you got to want to get that help. And that's the thing for me. It's, 
I've been very, very blessed and very, very lucky to go through the hell I've gone through, but I take that and I use that to help others. Um, I have friends all over the world who struggle with, you know, their, their mental stability, uh, relationships, things of that nature. And listen, we all do. We all have these challenges, but it's what you do with it. Whether you sit and sulk or you just, you know, step up and go, okay, I have to make changes. Because once you're able to make changes, and it takes time, there's no magic fucking pill. It's like it's like being an entrepreneur. There's no magic pill. There is no, you know, Andy Frisella, you know, talks about this all the time. That there's, there's, you know, he jokes about how he has the answer. Uh, just send him a check. You know, he doesn't take a check, obviously. But there is no magic answer. It's work. You got to do the work. Just like in the kitchen. You can't just go from being a line cook to an executive chef, whatever the fuck that means. <clears throat> but you can't be running a kitchen when you don't understand the business you're in. Anyone could cook a good dish, but can you execute a business of kitchen? Not many people can, and I do it right. That's why the, the majority of restaurateurs that, I, uh, that I've seen fail, they come from the kitchen, they don't understand the business end of it. And that's a shame because they didn't pay attention. You know, it's about balancing budgets. It's about knowing your numbers and knowing your costs and knowing your things that are important to the bottom line. You know, these kids coming out of culinary school, they think they're chefs. Someone had mentioned to me, they, they, a student asked them when they got out of culinary school if they were chefs. And, you know, I didn't like that badge um, for years. I, you know, I'm, I'm a cook. I'm a cook first. And... It's because what I love. It's what I love to do. The chef part is the business part. It's the running of the kitchen. It's the managing of people. Um, but at first, you know, and foremost, I'm a cook. It's what I do, and I'm excited by it, inspired by it, and inspired by the seasons. So, you know, it's not it's not for everybody. And I got kids who want to go to culinary school, and the first conversation I have with them is, you know, do you hate your family? Do you like working holidays? Do you like working long hours and uh, in heat and pressure? Because uh, if you don't, this business isn't for you. I mean, there are other there are other things you can do: be an B&I accounts, catering, um, you know, things that are that are less stressful, hundred percent. But uh, as times are changing now, you know, you got to be prepared for the hammer every day, and you got to want to be the hammer and not the nail, and you got to want to push hard and you have to want to educate yourself i learn every day every single fucking day i do not hold back on trying to find something new trying to find inspiration from you know uh, you know another culture something i don't know about and, and sometimes you find it in the weirdest places in the smallest places you know i i tend to look at different colors and seasons and fashion to find inspiration yes fashion um, so I, you know, I, I like to see what's coming up in the next season. I'm already into fall already. I'm already seeing what, you know, these, these fashion magazines are coming out with in colors and textures. So how do I translate that into food? Pretty simple for me. Um, it's just a thing that I do, you know, with the kitchen, you know, the, these days are completely different than it was when I was coming up as a kid, when I was coming up as a kid, uh, in the kitchen's there was a lot of drugs. I mean, you were smoking in the kitchen. There was drinking in the kitchen. Uh, you would go out till five, six o'clock in the morning. You know, sun comes up, you go right back at it. Uh, and there's a lot of, you know, well-known chefs, uh, quote, celebrity chefs that have been through that ringer. Uh, more the old school than the new school celebrity chefs. But you you go through these things. The kids th- these days, they couldn't handle one-tenth of what I went through. No way. 
the, the shit flying at you, knives, pans, getting punched. Yeah, it was a completely different world. Um, and, and it was kind of a rogue world. It was kind of, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was fun just, just kicking ass with all these, you know, pirates and, um, you know, people who couldn't function in normal society, you know, misfit toys, if you will. And that's why on my Instagram at Chef Eric L, uh, it says King of the Misfit Toys, because truly that's, that's how I feel. You know, this, this business is, is not for the weak-minded. You have to have mental toughness. Uh, going through the 75 Hard program that I'm going through that uh, Andy Frisella started, that has helped me go even higher and next level than I thought I could. Because you have to have the mental toughness. You have to have thick skin. There's going to be customers who complain, who just complain. Um, nothing's ever perfect for them. And that's okay. It's how do you respond to it. And you can make a dish... For people a thousand times and you're gonna get that one person who doesn't even realize what they did they had the wrong dish with the wrong beverage and then they say the better you know that everything sucks and you're like well you're an idiot because you don't know how to properly balance food and beverage you made bad choices so i try to teach my staff that you have to pay very close attention in sharing that experience in carrying the customer through the experience you know it's not an not easy thing and nobody ever wants food coming back to the kitchen and it could be for something that has nothing to do with us or it could have to do with us so when uh you know i had i had something happen a little while ago where uh, we had this jerk chicken and the customer sent it back and said it was too spicy well i asked my cook you know what did he what was the spice that he added to it and he's like oh i didn't add anything i didn't add anything it turned out he added ghost pepper to it so, yeah, so that customer's mouth burned, and after I tasted the dish, my mouth burned. You know, so you really have to take everything in stride and uh, make sure that you have great communication. Overly, over-communicate, that's what I try to do, uh, is communicate with with uh, as much information as I can to teach them. And that's important. Not everyone's going to be honest with you. They're going to lie to you. They're going to try to not get in trouble. And then it ultimately, like everything else, comes out in the wash. The last thing I want to talk about uh, for this, the kitchen life, is passion versus ego. Uh, this is a this is a big one for me because you know people judge. You know I'm not I'm not the smallest butterfly, petite butterfly in the universe. I say what's on my mind. Um, I have tattoos and a goatee, so of course everyone thinks I have a fucking motorcycle and I'm in a gang or whatever. Um, but I've been called an egomaniac. I've had people, you know, say not nice things behind my back and never to my face. And then when they find out and they finally talk to me, um, they realize that I'm passionate. It's not I'm right, you're wrong. <clears throat> it's I have an opinion. I have an opinion on a subject matter. And you can say whatever you want unless you give me proof positive evidence. I'm not changing. <clears throat> I see things the way I see them. I run things the way I run them. I used to be involved with this organization, massive organization, and I and I stepped away. And I had to step away because there, the ego of people saying me, me, me instead of we, we, we was out of control. And I don't like the me ever. I like the we. Uh, even when I opened up my new restaurant, I told my staff, this isn't about me. It's about we. And that's an important thing. The ego has to go. You always have to have confidence in what you're doing. You always have to have um, a vibe of strength in what you're doing. But I never use what I know to put anyone down, to make anyone feel small. 
I want to elevate them. You know, I want to push them to be better. So passion, hell yeah. Ego, nah. No, I don't walk around with my, you know, maybe maybe I come off that way, which isn't my intent, but I never think my shit doesn't stink. I always know that I'm grounded, I care, I want people to rise, and that's an important thing. But in this kitchen life, you can't have an ego. There's too many options for people. So when a shit, when a customer comes in and says, hey, can you change this dish? You know, my guys will be, well, why, why are you changing it? And I say, well, because the customer asked for it. That's what we're here for. We're here to serve. I tell my staff I serve them so they can serve the customer. Once you step out of the ego and start it, and step into that next level of, of business and thought process, you'll have a lot of success. So to all the kids out there, anyone who is inspired to be a chef, um, pay attention to details. You can email me or, or send me a message at Chef Eric L on Instagram. I always reply. Happy to share. Happy to be here. Thank you for listening to Behind the Wall. And I will see you soon. All right. As always, fire it up. God bless. And uh, we'll see you soon.